0: Just like a heart pants for water. That's the same way I long for you. What is that thing that draws you closer to God? There are people that are closer to God just because they want a job. The moment they get the job, they are far away from God. What brings you closer to your creator? David said, what brings me closer to your presence is that I desire you like I desire water. Even if I drink it three times a day, it's still not enough. That's what drags me closer to you. I get thirsty of you just like I get thirsty of water. I get hungry of you, God, just like I get hungry of food. The same way I eat and I always want to eat is the same way I long for you. What brings me closer to you? It's not just because of anything. I long to meet with you. you must not be is one that is causing confusion in the house of God the next kind of member you must not be is a member that is saving God for somebody your attitude is like you're saving God for somebody you have to be bigger than that you have to know that I have to save God I have to be in the presence of God I don't need to come to church when the movie is over So the question I came to ask you this morning is that What brings you to the presence of God? What brings you to the presence of God? We'll be on Psalms 4 to 2 the heart panted after the water brooks, so panted my soul after thee, oh God. My soul tested for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before you, God? This is David talking. As the heart panted after the water brook, so panted my soul after thee, O God. My soul tests for God. For the living God. When shall I come? When shall I come and appear before God? David is asking, when is Sunday? Do you understand? David is asking, when is Sunday? When shall I come and appear before God? When are they keeping next service? Because in those days, there weren't a routine of service like every week. Once a week, it wasn't like that. So he's asking, when next are we gathering? That's why he said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of God. So when is the next service? So I can come into the next service. I can worship God. So he's saying here, when shall I come and appear before God? I want to just appear before God. How many people like appearing before God? Wow. Be seated, everybody. All right. So I'll be preaching on I came for fellowship part two. Tell somebody I came for fellowship. Wow. is it amazing? All right. We ended the last service by pointing out some few types of members. You must not be few kinds of members. You must not be where we ended was members who come to church for financial assistance. Why they are in church is financial help. They want financial blessings. That's why they come to church. So if they say everybody in church, lifts up your hands. You will have miracle alerts. You see them lift up their two hands and their two legs, wanting to receive miracle alerts. If the pastor does not do the miracle alerts every Sunday, the attendance start reducing because part of the people that came came for miracle alerts. So God is going to open. Uh, God is going to give you money. And you did not work for. And you see people, they cry. Some people are so emotional. Amen! And they start crying. wants to join When God is saying, I'll bless the work of your hand, you have not done anything with your hand. You see, sometimes, when God is even looking for the works of your hand to bless, and you have not done anything with your hand, so he just decides to bless anything you do. That's why sometimes people, to make Gary, their Gary is very soft and nice. Because that's the only work of their hand. The only thing they do is that they just make Gary in the house. So God has promised them something. I'll bless the work of your hand. Even when they are not doing anything, God is looking for... That's why some people have good handwriting. Very nice. Their handwriting looks like it is a uh, font in the system. Because God has been waiting to bless something of their hand and there's nothing. So he just blessed their handwriting. If they have more things that they are doing, God will still bless it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, God will still bless it. But they have not done something with their hands. They are coming to receive. May you receive miracle alerts from whose accounts? No, it happens. I think I pray about those things sometimes. If I receive alerts this month. No, you have received. And I've received too. It's nice. It's powerful. But that's not why we came to church. It's by the way. So if God stops giving us miracle and lot, will we stop worshipping Him? Many people worship God for small, small reasons. The reason why you're worshipping God is so small. It's very, very tiny. For God to give me a job. I've been going to church every day and every midweek service and they sack me from my work. They suck you from your work? Yes, because of that I'm not going to church again. I'm not singing again. Which work? Filling station. How much did they pay you? How much did they pay you? 8,000. 8,000. If God does not make people sack you there, how will you see a good work? So you need to love God beyond things. Tell somebody, love God beyond things. There are many of us that don't know how to love God. You cannot love God. The love you have for God is like you want to rape him. You just want to get something from him and run away. You are like a thief. So many of us are criminals. Our approach towards God is criminal in nature. Do you know how criminals do? Do you know how criminals do? Lie down, lie down, lie down. Check, check. bring your phone, bring your this umbrella and let And later on, they run away. So if they said, "Let us pray," I sense an open door in the realm of the spirit right now, and it's opening. You now see people open door, and they want to enter into the open door. And yeah. they have, <laughs> they have heard that God has kept his door open. Maybe he's going to somewhere, so they want to rush in now and pack all the blessings. So they are like, God, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. (laughs) No, calm down. Apart from all God blessing you, you were created by God to save him. So even if God does not do anything to you, you are still owing him. He created you. Tell somebody, you were created by God to save him. Yeah. So we were created to save God. It's like a shoe. My shoe early in the morning move to my room. I said, what's the matter? He said, you have not blessed me. Just throw me some money. You have not given me any money. You only put money on your pocket. You have not given me money. The truth is that that's not your job. Your job is to hold my legs. You understand? To cover me. If I choose to polish you, that's my business. If I choose not to, it's my business. You have to understand your position in God's kingdom. You understand? You are God's child. Most times, we children get jealous when our father gives money to other people. Have you felt like that before? Maybe your housemate, your father give some money to them and doesn't bother about you. And you are worried. No, you don't need salary. You already own the inheritance. Do you understand? You have the inheritance. So when you are working for God in church, I thank God for our kind of church. All the guys who are playing things here—they are very good people. Nobody comes here and asks me for salary. Papa, they no pay me. Pay you where? Where do you work? be drummer for faith service. They no pay me. The church say, "May I wait?" Say so then go give me a lot. I don't check all the week. They never gave me any a lot. They have not paid me. Come and shake me. We don't have such people. So you need to understand that I was created to save God. When last did God give to tree money? When last did God give tree money? And has any tree protested? Today I'm not blowing for you. I'm not blowing for you. You have not given me any money. Has any tree protested? Has any of the fishes in the river said, God, you have not given me money. Because you have not given me money, I'm not going to dance for you. Or I'm not going to sing any praise if I'm the bed. I'm not singing any praise for you. Today I'm not saying anything. You are not taking my glory. Today, you have not given me money. How can I be a bed And I'm flying around giving you glory. I've not even committed any fornication. I've not done this. I've not done this. And you have not given me money. Has bed done that? And you see, you feel you are more reasonable. You're a human being. You see, when you do that, you have reduced yourself from being a human being lower than an animal. Animals don't do it. So you have stepped down below animals in reasoning. You are lower than animal in reasoning. Animals don't think about that. Plants don't think about that. They just save God. I was created to save. And that's what I do. If he blesses me in return, very good. If he does not, I'm still doing what I was created for. Where were you before you were born? You were nowhere. You were just nowhere. You were lost. You were nowhere. It's just like somebody sleeping. Sometimes you just sleep. And everything, you are forgotten. You are lost. You don't even know where you are again. You are lost. It's only your body that is here snoring. Rubbish. Your body is lying down here snoring rubbish. But the real you, you are lost. You don't even know where you are. It is even when we have dreams that we are found small. You are just found somewhere in another space. God is showing you something. And later on, you are lost. So you were lost before you were found. So when a songwriter says, "I was lost, now I'm found," it means I was nowhere. He just formed me. So sometimes when you are saying, "Well, if I have time, I'll come," God is saying, "Look at sand, sand that I put bricks." They say, "Come, let's go to church." He said, "Well, you know, I don't have time. Mo we'll na go. I come if I have time." God is saying, "See son, oh. see son. I told you last Sunday. If you are fair, you are white son. If you are dark in complexion, you are loamy soil. <laughs> fat people, fat sand. Slim people, management of sand. So we are all sand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people even use the things that God has given to them against God. They are beauty. They now use it against God. If you are beautiful, you are just fine sand. There's a sand they call fine sand. God smoothly made you. He made it. It's not even something you should be proud of. When you are feeling form in the hospital, pregnancy form. Does your mother feel the height of the child? Your height of my baby, what is going to be, how my baby should be. I want him to be this intelligent. Your mother does not know anything about who you become. If he had known, he would have shaped this your head that is like this. They would have worked on it. No way. So you are just a surprise. When a child is born, a child is a surprise to the mother, surprise to the doctor. Even what they call scan is rubbish. Many children have proven scan wrong. They scanned, tried to check whether it's a male or female. And they said male. And they bought male clothes. Female, now came. Do you understand what I'm saying? Alright, so the kind of member I don't want you to be, because that's not healthy for you, is members who come to church for financial help. Some people just come to church, so that they can be given money in church. God can give them money, or they can get money from the pastor. He said this one, that like, I'm coming to church today. You go find me something. There are people that you will bring them to church, their breakfast, lunch, dinner is on you that day you have died. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. They'll call you in the evening, Alpha. Pastor, my children have not eaten now. You have not eaten. No, we came to the church. We came to the church. The devil is so tricky, so. Blinds people from saving their God. And now acts like they save God for people. That's the second one now. The next one I'm giving to you now. Kind of member you must not be is a member that is saving God for somebody. Your attitude is like you're saving God for somebody. Before you come to church, they have to run and run and run and catch you in the bush. <laughs> okay, yeah. You run, as in people came to bring you to church. You run. You didn't know that we have known your skill. One person took the other side. One person took the other side, and as you we were running, they just catch you. <laughs> you now start laughing. Nonsense. <laughs> Don't worry. They come now. They come. They now drag you to church. No. <laughs> You have to be bigger than that. You have to know that I have to save God. I have to be in the presence of God. I don't need to come to church when the movie is over. You don't need to watch movie. When this movie finishes, I will come to church. What if your life finishes when the movie (laughs) finishes? Do you understand what I'm teaching you? Alright, so the kind of member you must not be is the one that is saving God for somebody. There are some of your members that feel that, well, I don't know, if pastor will come house today, come carry me, I will go to church. Even no though come, I know we'll go to church. Then you're saving God for somebody. When will you surprise your pastor? As he's even dressing to come to church, he's seeing you on a bike. And he stops. Ah, you are disappointing me. Why are you traveling now? Say, no, I'm going to church. It's time for church. I'm going to the house of God. I'm going to be in the house of God. So no no, don't worry. You came to carry me. Oh, sorry. Go and carry other people. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. No, 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 don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry. You came to carry me all the way from work by then. You come over to the college to pick me to church. No, don't worry. You have shown me the church of my life. That's my destiny. I'll always be there every Sunday. Share this midweek service. I'll be there in the midweek service. Wow. When you see somebody like that, God has corrected a lot of things in his brain. Corrected some things in his brain. Your brain needs to be worked on. God has corrected a lot of things in his brain. Things are now working well. Things are now moving smoothly. All the cockroaches, God brought shell fleet, kill the cockroaches, remove all of them, and sweep the brain. That's what the Bible says: Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. So many of us they just carry your brain, put in hypo, wash, wash, remove, dry, small, bring it back, fix it. You now start thinking well, thinking well. Else, you will see yourself going to a farm on Sunday morning. It is Sunday morning that the devil is telling you, go and uproot somebody's cassava. They have gone to church, go and uproot somebody's So the kind of member you must not be is a member that is saving God for somebody. You are doing it because somebody is watching you. You are doing it because somebody is forcing you. If I don't carry phone and call, I said, where are you? Why are you not in pastor school? That's when you now come. Or I now said to you, I want you to bring this keychief to me by Sunday. That's when you now come because I've given you keychief to hold. No, no, no. Put your hands on your head. Say, Father, do something to this head. Yeah, because sometimes you feel so good on Sunday morning. You said, ah, "Next Sunday, what the Papa is preaching now? Next Sunday, now I'll be the first person to be in church." But when you go back, you don't even know what happened. Have you seen that? Some things that makes you late church is just Satan. You wake up very early and you just—I'm telling you—the devil is at work in your life. Nothing, oh. Just enter. Come back. Pick cream. Close the door. Lock it. No, drop the cream. Come back. Powder. Drop. As you are going to pick powder, you drop charger. Go back. The devil is deliberately attacking your life. There are things he wants you to miss. He wants you to miss when they are praying. When everybody is doing their prayers. He wants you to miss it because he knows that you have your deliverance there. He wants you to miss that session. He wants you to miss when they are singing so that you will not be Revived. And now brings you, maybe when they are doing half of the message, maybe the parts that was for you, most of them are gone. And the devil does not want you to listen to your message at all. That's why you can feel sleepy as I'm talking to you now. I preach in very many churches. I preach in almost up to 50 denominations. That's different different kind of churches. Refiner City is the only church in my entire life. Okay, and Lighthouse. That people don't sleep when it is preaching. That is, they don't sleep much. But there is a church I went to preach. Dancing time. Oh my God. They almost fall me down in dancing. When it is time to preach, you see women roll. They are sleeping and snoring. It's not small though. The women are sleeping. Kaiban is sleeping on the Kaiban. They are just... (laughs) They They sleep and snore. Do you know why? The devil don't want people to listen to the word of God. But for a final city, since the devil knows that you will not be able to sleep, he tells you stay back. Let me tell you a very live story here. Let me tell you a life story. I've not shared this to the public before, but I've shared it to some people. Let me tell you something. Somebody was editing our messages. He was in the group of the editors, people that edit our messages. He was editing the message. I'm telling you how the devil could be. He was editing our messages. And I'm going to tell you how powerful the message is. As the person was listening to the messages, this person had so much demons. It's somebody that we were trying to work on. He had so much demons. Sometimes demon manifests in his life. You understand? Demon make him to do some things that he doesn't like to do. Very many times. This guy was asked to start editing our message. So he now started editing our message. Listening to our messages. As he was listening and editing the messages, he started cutting out a lot of things. He came to us and was confessing. So he said all the messages that he was editing, because in that my system they put folders... And they said, you, all the messages that you are editing, put it here. You, all the messages that you are editing, put it here. So he was also editing the messages. When he has time, he come, carry the system, pick the messages and edit them. When he finished editing them, he puts it somewhere, this folder. So one day after a preaching like this, he came. Nails down that he has a confession. We said what? He said that while he was editing the messages, that demons tell him. When he's listening to the messages and editing the message, demons will tell him, Remove that part. Remove that part. Remove that part. So he will cut off that part. He said, delete it. There are parts in messages that are very, very heavy. That the demon cannot stand. He said, delete it. Delete it. So he will just remove it and delete it. He said, continue. When we are joking, small, 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 small. small. Sometimes when they hit another point, he said, remove that part. Remove that part. Remove that part. The guy said, he remove it. So that in most messages, after he finished editing it, he has removed all of the, this thing from it. And just keep the chaff for some people. So, he said that that's his problem. That he's so sorry. When he said that, the director now went to the laptop. God told us while he was saying that, don't worry, the devil cannot be smarter than me. That's what God told us. So when we now went and checked, his folder that he edited the messages and put was removed. All the folder that he edited some messages and put, God intentionally remove," He said, you cannot keep chaff for my children. Remove it. Up to now, we don't know where the folder is. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. The folder has been removed. The people have to walk on the messages again and put it back. So when they go and check the ones that he selected, remove some things and put it, they go and they don't see the messages again. And they walk on the messages. I'm telling you, so the devil himself, the real devil, the one that drives you sometimes, he knows exactly what you need he knows what your body needs that's why he doesn't want you to take that thing that your body needs he knows where you'll be free he knows where they will preach something that will change you he doesn't want you to go there so if somebody comes down and said, let's go to my grandfather's barrier at Ibesipo there is boss free do you know you'll go you'll be so surprised that you'll see yourself at Ibesipo you'll be surprised You'll be there. They stay there three days after the burial. You're not telling people that. Is there any other person's burial around also to also join? But if they tell you, let's go to church, you now start seeing very many things in your life running upside down. You say, I don't, I don't know if I will be able to exist. Church, I, I, I will try. I, I'm, this is demon, it's this manifestation of demons. demon. demon. The devil don't want you in the presence of God. The devil wants you to run. I think it's a message. Yeah, yeah the, the devil does not want you in the presence of God. It makes you uncomfortable. Uncomfortable in the presence of God. It makes you very, very uncomfortable. It makes you not to feel good. Because that's where you'll be delivered. Wow, is it amazing? Another kind of member you must not be. It's a member that causes confusion in church. Causes problem in church. They cause confusion. They cause problems in church. They exhibit disloyal characters in church. As in service will be on. There is this elder in that church that used to drink so much. Drinks and is always drunk. And when he comes to church, he's drunk and wants to come and sit. So when they want to stop him from sitting now he will cause confusion. If you stop me, I'll slap you. He will cause confusion like that. Later on they are keeping service, he will lift up his hand and come at, and say, I have a testimony. I'll call it the microphone. Anytime the pastor preaches against alcohol, he will stand up. The pastor's name was Akwane That was the name of the pastor. And he will tell the pastor, Akwane Enough of preaching me every Sunday. They are members that cause confusion in church. They are members that form political party in church. If they want to give somebody a youth president and it is not somebody from their faction, they don't agree. They wrote a letter to the pastor. They wrote a letter signed by all of the cabinet members. And they said the youth president that you want to keep, it will not stand unless this church is divided into two. Members who locked the door of the church, they locked the doors of the church and said nobody is worshipping here today. When people come, they say go to another assembly. This one is not holding today. When you want to do things like that, remember... That is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. There is no way you can do something to the body of Christ and not hurt Christ. There is no way. When you want to say things against a pastor on Facebook or ridicule a church or do something or just say something sarcastic and mock about it and so on. Remember the church is not your father's body. It's the body of Christ. It's not your family. You can talk things about your family. There's no problem. The church is God's business. When you hear people say bad things against the church, keep quiet. When you keep quiet, you are trying to preserve your life. Few weeks ago, a pastor in Ghana wanted to baptize somebody. As he baptized the person, they didn't know how the wave of the water was. When he baptized, water almost took two of them. So people rushed in, In fact, in No Baptism Day, now people were just snapping and so on. People had to rush in. And they hailed the pastor, tried to check the other guy. They couldn't see the guy again. Water has carried the guy. pastor was now in custody of the police. Police came and arrested him. And the only crime the pastor committed, apart from not checking if the water is, this thing is that water would have carried you also, pastor. So since it didn't carry you also, you are under arrest. And people started saying very many bad things. As if we have not heard stories before that somebody carried a child and the wave of the water. I take kids. That's happened when we were in secondary school. Somebody wanted to cross and the wave of the water was so strong. Along Graceville Road, where we have that Apple Church, water carried this woman and the child and took them away. So when people say bad things against church, a pastor had a service in this church and the church collapsed, people died, people say a whole lot of things and you watch the people who are saying these bad things against church are children of God. Children of God are escalating what is happening in their father's house and you still want blessing from the same God. You can never find a Muslim say bad thing against an Imam. Nobody. You won't hear it. They understand how things work. You will never find anybody who is a traditional whatever. Say bad things against the... Is it ono oh who? Oh no, ono oh who? Ono You will never find somebody say bad things against the priest of darkness. You won't hear anything. You will not hear. Even the king. You will not hear anybody say any bad thing against the priest of Satan. But all your energy, you want to say bad things against the priest of God. Most times, some of the things the priests of darkness do, we don't understand. Children are dying and they went and consulted. He says, The gods are angry. That's the problem. The gods said they should bring seven virgins. When there is not even one, <laughs> so God said you should bring seven, seven virgins of 25 years for where? And nobody is saying anything. You don't criticize. You don't say anything. You don't post it. But when it has to do with God, the one who created you, you criticize. Escalate the matter. Make everybody to know how foolishly intelligent you are. When you are like that, you are not a healthy church member. You're not. Children of Noah, one actually went inside the house and saw his father lying down naked. And he went out and was laughing. and And they said, what happened? He said, I saw my father lying down naked laughing. And told them, come, 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 let's go and see. Come, let's go and see. The people came. When they came, they carried bed sheet. Put it on their shoulder like this. And moved backward like this. Until they covered the father. They didn't want to see the nakedness. In today's world, what it means is that people went, saw God's nakedness. And what they do is they snap it, put it on Facebook, show everybody. Have you seen how naked God was today in church? Have you seen how naked the church was? And the Bible said when the father woke up. He said, what happened to me? They explained. He said, no, no, no. That's my child that said something. The child's name was Ham. He said, Ham, that said something. His children are Canaan. He shall not be well with his children. He shall not be well with his children. That is to say, his children shall not see good things about him. There was no point causing him. If they cause his children, they have finished him. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are times that you don't need to share. There are times that you don't need to comment. Because the more you comment, the more it escalates. The more you share, the more you talk about it, the more it goes viral. Be very careful how you handle God's things because it's a consuming fire. The same thing we use in cooking food and eat can be something that consumes. us. The fire that enters into a house and burn the house down. It's not a different fire from the one that cooked a nice food for us. It's just mismanagement. Most people don't even understand that the same God that heals and delivers the same God that makes somebody come back to life. It's the same God that can also put somebody to death. When you don't manage it well, you have the other part of it. So the kind of member you must not be is one that is causing confusion in the house of God. That thing that the pastor said, do you agree with it? Because I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. Do you agree with it? I don't agree with it. First service, I was talking about people dying for Christ. So that thing that the pastor said, we should die for Christ. Do you agree? I cannot die for Christ, so. Christ died for me. I mean, I died for him too. No, 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 no. Let's be wise. After he died for us, we run. Somebody came to me and told me, pray for me. I used to write my pastor's mistake when he's preaching in my old church. As he's preaching, he did not know grammar very well. So I'll be writing the mistakes. Write the mistakes. And when we go back to the house, my brother will bring his list. And will bring my list. I said to the person, that's why they have not given somebody your list up to now. He said, I'll bring my list of the mistakes. My brother will bring his list and we will be laughing at the mistakes of the preaching. And after deliberating on the list of the mistakes, you want somebody to go and call your list. So there are very many things we do and we heap curses upon ourselves. This is the body of Christ. This is God's business. Do you understand? Dangote decided to sell his cement very high. You did not say anything about it. Your mouth was gone. But anything that happens in church, you want to talk. You will not always understand God. That's the truth. You will not always understand a pastor. That's the truth. If it was today, when Elijah said to the woman, he told the woman, do you have any food in this house? And the woman said, yes, so I have. But as you saw me, I was gathering firewood. I want to prepare the food and die after I finish eating. Because they were on serious farming. So that was the last meal. And the pastor sat down and oh, was yawning. I said, go and prepare it for me first. He said, no, it's not something I can give you first and it remains. It's just one last portion. It's one tablet of food that is left. And small soup. He said, give it to me. Let me eat first. If it was you, hey! What kind of pastor is that greedy pastor? He's not hearing from God. He's not God that he's hearing from. What kind of hard-hearted pastor? Instead of him to even be giving to those women. That's the kind of thing I hate. you be talking, be explaining and most times when you are explaining your foolishness, you need to reduce your voice in case you're wrong. You talk and talk and talk. But the woman brought. I said, which church? He said, Refiner City. He said, I passed out Refinance yeah, Yes. Where should I keep the food? He said, yes, here. Should I drop it here? He said, yes. It's my last food. When I finish eating and I die, you, you said I should bring your here. You Okay. And the woman dropped it. And the Bible said, food did not finish in the woman's house. God decided to change the plan. The plan was that you eat and you die. But God decided to change the plan. And it did not come in the way you know. Most times when God wants to do something for you, it may not come in the way you know. That's why you have to always be open to yield. So whichever way God is using, let me not be found wanting. Most of us are like God's peer. You already advise him on how to do it. Say said, no, 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 I don't want God to do it like this. I want him to do it like this. Some people just said, especially for midweek service, um, they'll be doing steam in the engine now. After that, they'll start singing, maybe testimonies or whatever. Papa will be preaching from six, like ten past six. That's when Papa will be on. When Papa is preaching, that's when I'm coming. So they are doing doing photocopy. Photocopy. Check, check, check. When is it six, ten? Let me know so that we're close to this thing. Start closing half of the door. Close half of the door. They have already kept the time that God should bless them. God, if you want to bless me in that service, only bless me when I... You are not a healthy member. You are not healthy. You are sick. We don't know the name of the sickness, but if we know you are sick. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. So where we read, David was saying, just like a heart, H-A-R-T, pants for water, that's the same way I long for you. How I long for you, God, is just the same way a deer Pants for water. Have you seen how dog drinks water before? Which other animal drinks water very well? Horse. Have you seen how horse drinks water before? Maybe in a movie. David was saying, that's how I long for you. I long to drink like that. I long to get full." I came to the service, not because of financial support. Somebody was talking to me about a church at Tikalabase that they used to give members food. After service. Hey. They said people feel the church. When they are praying, they are la ka. They give food. After some time the pastor stopped. They didn't give food again. All the members stayed back. So all the spirituality it was all They were not looking for God at all. They were looking for food to eat. So the question I came to ask you this morning is that, what brings you to the presence of God? What brings you to the presence of God? What is that thing that draws you closer to God? There are people that are closer to God just because they want a job. The moment they get the job, they are far away from God. What brings you closer to your creator? David said, what brings me closer to your presence is that, I desire you like I desire water. Even if I drink it three times a day, it's still not enough. That's what drags me closer to you. I get thirsty of you just like I get thirsty of water. I get hungry of you, God, just like I get hungry of food. The same way I eat and I always want to eat is the same way I long for you. What brings me closer to you? is not just because of anything. I long to meet with you. Is that I'm always interested in being in your presence. I always want to show myself in your presence. I always want to appear in your presence. I always want you to see me. I always want to tell God, God, this is the guy you created. This is the one you spared from accident. This is the hand the machine almost cut off, but you delivered. This is the legs that would have been on but you delivered. This is me. This is me that would have been killed, but you delivered. This is me that would have been killed. It's like when my son was being kidnapped I was talking to the kidnappers And the kidnappers would be saying things like If you don't have the money I can just kill him here And put him in this water and leave Do you know how much we rent the vehicle that we are using If you don't even want to give me the money I just shoot him and kill There are many times that kidnappers kidnap people And the ransom people who pay Is not even to get the person alive But to get back the corpse so when we present ourselves before God many things should run through your mind of what God delivered you from. How many people were born the same year you were born that are not alive again? Should be one of the reasons why you have to say God I'm here in your presence to fellowship with you because this is the guy you delivered from death. This is the person you delivered from accident. This is the one you kept alive. I would have been dead but this is the one When I shouted Lord another chance You kept me alive That's why we worship That's why we come to the presence of God So God said when you are coming to my presence Don't present the song Present yourself first Let me not get the songs And not get the singer Let's lift up our hands everybody Many times we want God to take the songs And leave the singer Or take the preaching and leave the preacher Take the walk and leave the walker God said, no. I want you. I want you. Is there anybody here that remembers one day you would have lost your life but Jesus made you alive? Somebody that you remember by, that by rights you are not even supposed to be alive but your being alive is by the grace of God. Is there anybody here that remembers that what has happened to you? Is what has happened to very many people. And they could not survive it. Is there anybody who can tell me. For all that God has done for you. You can pay him. Why we have to save God. Is because God. The things you've done for me. I can't pay you. With money. I can't pay you with anything. So let me pay you with my life. Let me pay you with my life. Let me hand over myself to you. Use it and ask how much oxygen is and ah, somebody told me before my mother died he was in oxygen for four months, he said we sold everything we had oxygen, four months, sold everything we have and God said calculate the years you've lived and see how much you would have sold and if you will even have anything to sell there's something called euthanasia euthanasia is when somebody is in Oxygen like that for a long time, and the family have sold everything, and there's nothing they can sell again for the person to be alive, they say, Let us give him injection for him to die. Many of you that are standing here I don't even want to save God. If you get sick and get to that position in your life, do you think your family members will even love to sell anything? They said, Let's just allow him to die. We've tried everything, let's just allow him to die. Imagine they finished selling and something million put oxygen. The oxygen failed. Every failed. And they are looking for another land to sell. Say, no, no, no. The land that we sold was even his part of the sharing of our father's property. We cannot carry another person. No, no, no. If he does not want to live, let's just remove the oxygen. Let him die. But that same you. God has been keeping you alive told us that A is the mixture of gases. So this A that we have here, there are very many gases in it. Nitrogen, whatever, all the gases are inside. How does God direct oxygen into my nostrils? And does not allow me to take in nitrogen or any other one. But it directs only oxygen down to my nostrils. Even when you are standing at the same point like this, you are breathing out and you're breathing in. And God does not even allow you to breathe in what you just breathe out. And all that God wants you to do is save me in return. Save me in return. Bow your heads, let's pray. I bring more than a song I brought myself I am your worship. I am your sacrifice. i more than a song with my father. Leave me at the altar with my father. Leave me at the altar with my father. Lift your hands up, everybody. Lift your hands up, everybody. Are you about to give to God what he wants to take right now? Are you willing to give to God what he wants to take from you? Are you willing to give to God what he wants to take? God says, I need you. I need you. You've been far away from me. I need you. I want you. You are the one I need. I want your soul. I want you to give me yourself. I want you. Not when you like, but all the time. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you to give your life. To me. Give your life to me. I need you. I need you to give me your life. Give me the staring of your heart. God says, I need you. I ready to give to Jesus? I am also Shikara Kaya. Something more than silver. I got something more than gold. Something more than diamond. I got gold. Jesus is more than gold. Right now, I want to pray for people that want to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. You want to accept Jesus as your Lord. You want to give your life to Jesus wherever you are. I want you to lift up your hand as a sign of surrendering. Let your hand be higher than your head. Lift it up as a sign of surrendering to tell God I surrender to you. You want Jesus to come into your life. I need you to lift your hand up above your head right now. I've seen hands lifted up. Who else is joining us? Somebody who said, Lord Jesus, from today I want you to take over this life. I want to live for you. I want you to be my God. I want you to be my creator. I want you as my creator to rule over my life. Take the key. Take the steering. Walk on me. Be my God. Be my savior. I'm tired of living this life for myself. I want to live for you. Is anybody like that? Lift your hand above your head. Let's pray together. You. Lift your hands up, As let's pray together. So much Forever Forever, yes, my hearts, be, for you. Lift your hand up, Father. I pray if your hands are lifted up, please lift it up, let's pray together. Father, I pray for everybody whose hands are lifted up now. I plead in the name of Jesus that their sins are forgiven. I pray in the name of Jesus that our blood of Jesus be made available for the cleansing of that brother and that sister this very day. I declare today marks a fresh day in his life. A day that their sins are washed away. A day that you gave them another chance. Father Lord as your hands are lifted up surrendering. I declare in the name of Jesus. Death moved from darkness into the marvelous light of God. If your hands are lifted up, I need you to say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, I'm sorry about my life. I'm sorry that I lived my life without you. Jesus, forgive me. From today, I accept you as my Lord and as my Savior. Forgive me of my sin, Lord Jesus. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for visiting me today. Write my name in the book of life. Be my God, be my Savior. Jesus, help me to cleave to this old cross. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Jesus. is.